Hey, everybody, when you hear that music, you know it's time for the playoff edition of On the Lighter Side of Baseball. And today, as I promised all of you Lighter Side <laughs> of Baseball fans, growing by leaps and bounds, I might add, we are pleased to have Craig Kashan. We finally, I finally figured out how to get him back. It's been so long. Craig, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Good, good to be back with you. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I tell everybody you're the co-host, but I, you know, but you go into hiding every now and then because you have a paying job. What's that about? Come well, on! I, I told you, man. If you'd if you'd uh, if you'd take these invoices and return them full in pay, I'd probably return to the show a little more often. I'll tell you what, folks. I thought that barbecue spread that I sent Craig three years ago would go a little, <laughs> little farther. You know, now he's got the Bucks and the Bucks championship celebrates with all the big boys, literally and figuratively. And now the brew crew going to the uh, playoffs tomorrow, right? Against the Braves. Here we go, man. It's uh, been a a wild ride in the city of Milwaukee over the last year. And um, I think the the great thing about it is uh, both of these teams, the Bucks and the Brewers are, I kind of built similar. They kind of took the same path to, you know, get to the playoffs during the regular season and whatnot. And, um, and the city is, you know, the city's has been starved for a winter for decades. Um, so this is hopefully going to turn out to be pretty cool. I mean, it, it could be really special to have two championships in one city, especially this size. I mean, it, it's happened in New York and Boston and LA and stuff like that before, but this would be uh, pretty cool. I'll tell you that. Well, it would be really cool. And, and here's a note. I'm sure that Tom Ricketts, when I rip him every podcast uh, is listening, but if he's, if he is, here's a news flash. When you win, people go to the games. Now you can go to Disney world and be a tourist at Wrigley field, but you know, the e-ticket runs out and look at Milwaukee the last weekend it's they've been clinched for 10 days, 30, 35,000 butts in the seats. That was cool. Even for yeah. Euchre Day, Euchre Day, yeah. Ron Day, Kachan Day. Holy moly. The only guy that didn't have his own day was, I don't know who. Yeah. No, it, it's been fun, man. The, the, uh, the clincher that they, they won the uh, central division. Uh, they had 43,000. There it was the biggest crowd of the year. It was the last regular season home game. And um, it, it was the end of a 10 game homestand too. They could have clinched it 10 days earlier and, and um, you know, kind of, kind of just took their time through things. And, and they've gone through a little bit of criticism by the fans in the last week for just kind of going through the motions, but they didn't want to turn out to be like a Max Muncie and, and bust your elbow up or a Clayton Kershaw and blow out your elbow and, you know, that type of thing. Um, and so, you know, they've, they've survived. The only thing that they, they dealt with, Jamie, I don't know if you heard this, our, uh, our setup guy, Devin Williams, um, after the celebration, uh, punched a wall with his pitching hand and, and broke a bone. And um, so he's, he's out. And that was very, very unfortunate on a lot of fronts. But, um, you know, it didn't happen playing and it was out of the club's control. So the club's controlling what they can and, and hopefully they're setting themselves up for a good postseason. Well, you know, every every few years there's a pennant winning celebration 
before they get to the champagne. They're jumping around on the field and occasionally a guy gets spiked or breaks his ankle. Um, I wasn't, I'd heard that Williams had punched the wall. Uh, did, you know, and is that because he had bet against the Brewers? I mean, why would you punch a wall unless you lay Nobody knows. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, like, it's like the, the mystery of all mysteries, like how, why, when, what were you thinking, that type of thing. So, and, and you know, it doesn't even matter that he owned up to it. He had to own up to it. Um, but he really let the team down big time. I mean, they, they were, let's face it, from a pitching standpoint, top to bottom, um, I don't know if you could say there is a better staff than that in the postseason of, of the teams that qualified. There might be equals. I don't think there's a better staff if he's healthy. And you take away that eighth inning, man, a lot of stuff goes down the further you go. And, um, and they had, you know, they had on paper, a lot of games locked up by the, by the seventh inning, if they were ahead, you know? Yeah. And I I look back at the uh, 2015 Royals and the same, you know, Wade Davis, et cetera, et cetera. They had a seventh inning guy, an eighth inning guy, ninth inning guy, Yost, you know, use those guys every day with the, you know, the Yost regard. I don't give a shit if they, excuse me, family show. Sorry, Craig. Craig's always <laughs> point out this is a family show. But Yost did that every day. And for those of you who don't know Devin Williams, this kid can flat out throw the ball. And I'm not sure if as a reliever he was in the running for either the rookie of the year or the Cy Young. He won. He won some award either in the, in the pandemic year or the year before. Yeah, he won Rookie of the Year and uh, Relief Pitcher of the Year. Yeah, two years ago, right? Yeah. 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 And then we had the pandemic year, and he kind of had a rough start. Uh, he even got beat up by the Cubs a few times, which is unbelievable. And back to you guys clinching, it was good that you didn't back into it. And you have the Cubs to thank for that because they kept losing, and you guys kept looking at the scoreboard. They are playing the Cardinals. Lose, lose, lose. The 17-game streak of the Cardinals or whatever it was, what a joke. They played Pittsburgh eight times, the Cubs six times. They did beat the Brewers a little bit. But, boy, somebody sent me an email or a text saying, hey, when's the, when's the Cubs' next game? You know, looking at the Cardinals, I go, it's the same day the Cardinals' next game is because they lost. Now, am I a hard, hard-charging anti-Cardinal guy? You bet. I mean, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Uh, listening to the Cardinal fans bellyache about the manager putting in Reyes was a, it was a joke. They were 0 for 11 and runners in scoring position. Anyway, thank goodness we don't have to worry about them getting beat by the Giants. Um, so let's talk about Willie Adamas. I mean, he, that turned the tide for the crew. I, you know, you got the pitching, you had the starters, but you had this kid come in from Tampa Bay. And I said at the time, what in God's name were the uh, Brewers thinking giving up a couple of good pitchers for a shortstop when it seemed like you had Travis Shaw or a third and you had all these guys around. What a, what a great move by uh, Stearns. Who's another story with the Mets, but we'll get to that in a minute. They um, it was um, I think the trade of the year in baseball because it happened on May 22nd. So you pulled the trigger saying, uh, we're going to go after a guy that is not on anybody's radar. Um, and we're going to bring him in here and put him in a spot 
that's going to turn this around for us. And, um, and they did, they, it was calculated. They, they have, they had had an eye on him for two years and the Rays weren't giving him up and they wanted him to stay for as long as their top prospect, who's also a shortstop right. was ready to come up. And, and they, they thought he was ready. And instead of moving Willie Adamas to another position, they said, let's trade him. Let's get something for him. What do we need? We need some, you know, I think between like Tampa and Milwaukee this year, side story uh, is how many moves that they made for their, in their bullpen all season long. Phenomenal. I mean, and look where both of them are, right. you know, two top three or four records in baseball. Um, but anyway, so that, that was Tampa's benefit. And, I think one of the things that the Brewers look at a lot, Jamie, when they are acquiring somebody is what, what the player does um, away from their ballpark. Like Willie Domus's numbers uh, in that closed cavernous dome are bad. And he admittedly always said, I don't like playing here. It's half the season though, sure. go on the road and he's got great numbers. So so now you take him out of that, and he's had great numbers everywhere he's played in a brewery uniform. Um, and his enthusiasm's off the charts. He's he's just a great, great, great team player. Something that we haven't had here in many, many years. And um, and that really turned everybody around. Um, I don't think I, th- I don't think it was like guys were loose or tight and not loose or anything like that. It just uh, the chemistry all of a sudden. You know, you you had the right mix. Um, so that was that was absolutely huge, 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 huge for this team. There's just no no doubt about it. I mean, I could go on and on, but you yeah. know, the fact that that he bumped Luis Arias out of his spot at shortstop, and everyone thought this kid Luis Arias was going to go back to the minors, and Brewer said, "Nope, he's going to be our super utility guy." And everyone's like, "Well, he won't accept that." Well, she he's the second best hitter on the team. It's wow. crazy, yeah. second best hitter on the team. Yeah, it's a tribute to Stearns. I mean, I thought the guy was way over his head when he got hired as the GM president, base, whatever he was hired for. But he's done he's done great things with a fairly limited payroll, i.e., the small market baloney. But um, you know, I I think two things got you got you over the hump. One, the division sucked until the uh, Cardinals somehow got hot, and number two. Uh, Willie Adamas. I mean, clearly the the guy in the clubhouse, he obviously had a good influence. He obviously uh, made a huge difference both with that. You had Yelich, who was not off to a good start and kind of sputtered all year. You had Kane, who had sat out the year before, and you really didn't know what you were going to get with him. Ronnie was gone. Shaw was kind of, what are we going to do with this guy? And you didn't have a first baseman. I mean, all those things show and and in my opinion for the uh, as long as i've been able to to blab i've always thought and i'm wrong that craig council misused pitchers left and right overused them went to the bullpen too soon in the latter part of the year when it was hot and da 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 obviously i don't know what i'm talking about so between willie adamas and craig council and all the pitchers it's a cool team i mean it's got to be fun to go to work yeah, no, it is, it is a cool team. Yeah, it's not work, Jamie. Just so you know, it's not work. Well, and again, I've asked you this a hundred times. I'll make the offer again. I'm ready to be your valet. I mean, 
uh, Kay, be happy to get rid of me. I'll drive you in the ballpark. I'll wait for you. You know, I'll get you. You don't eat much, so that won't be a problem. But I'm there for you. Whenever you <laughs> I love that. I love that. You you know when I'll take you up on that offer when you least expect it. So just be always be ready. I'll tell you what. Now you know I'll, I'll be living more in uh, the Chicago area, so I can be over there. You know, it used to be an hour drive. Now it's about two and a half hours. But I'll I'll be ready for for the show because uh, it's going to be a great series with the uh, with the Braves because they're a good team and yeah. they're all, you know. Here's my here's see what you think of this because since I haven't talked to you for a month I'm jumping all over the place I'm so excited to be able to talk baseball with such a knowledgeable star such a TV personality radio guy anyway you keep talking so, uh, I think the 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 wild card should be three games best out of three I think the division and the AL and the championship series should be five and then the World Series seven and that would give you the same number of games that you have now. So people would say, well, you know, the championship series ought to be seven. I don't think so. I think you ought to feature the world series. And I look back at the thing last year, I'd even be okay with last year's eight teams from each league. And each of those teams played a three game series, best out of three to get into that would get them four and four. And then they whittled it down from there. But um, I don't know. I just think that I, I agree with some of the critics who say, God, you know, the Dodgers played 106 games. They could have been going home, but for Reyes hanging a, a, a slider or whatever. But um, I don't know. What do you think? You probably like it the way it is. More money. I I, um, I kind of uh, – the, the thing I like about expanded playoffs because um, I cover a sport that's really expanded because more than half of the NBA teams get in. Right. Um, but that's how it is pretty much across the board. I think in the NFL, pretty close to half of the teams get in. Um, NHL, more than half get in. And then there's baseball where less, far less than half get in. Um, right. You're talking about 10 teams out of 30. And then only, only eight go past one playoff date. So, you know, that, that if you look at it that way, it's like um, – well, I'll give you an example in the Brewers case. They clinched a playoff berth like with 17 days to go. And then they clinched the division with like seven or eight days to go. Well, it allowed them to take their foot off the gas pedal and coast in because they were set. They knew who they were going to play. Um, they wanted to keep guys healthy. And at the end of the regular season, they knew they were going to get four full days off to top it off before right. they. So I'm telling you, when you have a really well-prepared team um, and, and if you have the, uh, the luxury of having all of that to really prepare for and you are, you're, you are smart and you get ready for it, good luck. But the thing about it is, those are the teams that will say, well, over a six month season, 162 games, we earned that right. Cause we, we were the best. So that's the argument that baseball still has over everybody else by not expanding their playoffs. Yeah. Um, just, it, so they could do, they could, you know, keep the same number of teams and do make the wild card a best of three, like you're saying, um, you know, but 
I, I think if you start doing that with baseball, I think you got to reduce the number of games played. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't know what, how much more in November we can play. I agree. Cause they've given the players an extra day off. Um, you know, the, um, the argument that I'd make if I were a Brewers guy, uh, although you don't need to because you won, um, you played the Cubs nine or 12 games in between opening day and May 5th. Yeah. When the Cubs were uh, uh, a first-place team, and they stayed a first-place team until June something. Yeah. Then – they decimate the team, get rid of 10 all-stars over the course of seven months. And the Cardinals play a team that's really a double-A team. That's not fair. That's not competitive balance. That sucks. Now, does it suck as much as somebody signing a new player to play in the Super, in the Super Bowl when they never showed up before, like football can do? No. But still the team the Brewers played more than half of their games against of their 19 games against the Cubs, the Cubs were a real team. The team that the Cardinals played, they weren't. So Manfred's got, somebody's got to do something about that trade deadline. I don't know what it is. And am I, is this just sour grapes? Yeah. But, um, that well, was, I, I think the thing that, that, you know, a point you're making is, why, why in the, first of all, um, it's because there's so many division games. Now, how you split those up could be addressed. There's, there's no reason to play the same team nine times in the first 25 games, whatever April is, right? There's, there's no reason for that. Especially. To play nine times of, of the 19 games you're playing, that's, that's half of your schedule against this team in the first month of the season doesn't make any sense to me. And then on the flip side, uh, at the end of the year, it was the Cardinals Cubs for 10 games or however many you guys played the Brewers and Cardinals had to play seven games in like a a 10 day period as well. To me, that just doesn't make any sense that it's split that way. But my, my big argument on how they make out the schedule anyway goes back to all the division games that I don't, I don't know why we're playing 19 games against the same teams in our division. Uh, that's astronomically high and it's boring and stupid, you know, stupid. It, it's stupid to go into a city three different times every other year and play games, the same city. It just doesn't make any sense to me. No. And they could expand the games against the, you know, that you play, now they've come up with this, the Central and the in the American League plays the Central and the National League. You could expand out, like even football does that. But your point's great. The Cubs and the Brewers are uh, an hour and a half bus ride apart. So it's not like, you know, you're going to be flying to one place, so let's get all the games in. You know, there's so many things wrong with baseball, and you're going to see a lot of that aired out with the collective bargaining agreement being up for grabs this year. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people are pretty worried about that, you know. Um, We've been talking about that on the lighter side of baseball for a year. And I think that, uh, well, let's talk about what we predicted here, buddy. Uh, Yeah. I think I wrote it down accurately. You know, that may be saying something because I don't write things down very accurately. But 
let's look at the National League because you felt more comfortable making predictions in the National League than the American League. I don't know why. You're in the business, dude. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, how do you remember that if you didn't write it down? That's uh, all right up in my old mind, buddy. <laughs> but I did write down. Now, this may not have been from this year, Craig. This could have been a sheet I found from another year podcast. Because this is probably this is our third year, buddy. It's probably the pandemic one. It's the third year of On the Lighter Side of Baseball starring Craig Sean. Okay. So in the National League Central, who do you think you picked? My team. You did. I, I know my team was going to win that a year ago. And you know who I picked? I Your picked team. I picked the Cardinals. After that big, long rant you just went on? I did, but I'm, I am I don't pick with my heart until a minute from now when you get to the American League. Okay, so you had, as I recall, the crew, St. Louis, Cincinnati, the Cubs, and the Pirates. That was your order. Mine was St. Louis, Milwaukee. They're both in the playoffs. I got to pat myself on the back, but you did the same. Cubs, Reds, Pirates, blah, 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 blah. In the West, I believe, who do you, who do you think you picked? Uh, I probably picked the Dodgers. I think you picked the Padres, buddy. Oh, did I? <laughs> I don't know that much about the Padres. Do they have anybody on their team? They didn't. But they, <laughs> they fired Andy Green, who was a good manager, and hired a guy that they that was a wuss, and it, it hurt them. I mean, you know, there's a small market team, and their left side of the infield is $650 million. So how are you small? I don't get it. I think you picked the Padres, then the Dodgers, then the – the D-backs, Giants, Colorado. We each had the Giants down low. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I had the Padres, Dodgers, Rockies. In the National League East, I believe, again, I believe you picked the Mets, the Marlins, the Braves. So you're looking at, for the folks out there, I can see Craig, and he's got this puzzled look like, that's baloney. You run them down wrong. I picked the Braves, <laughs> the Mets. You okay. did. In the... Uh, in the American League, you picked drum roll. You picked the White Sox, buddy. I'm a very smart man. I picked the Royals, followed by the Twins. We both had the Twins in second place. Yeah. And then you had Cleveland, Kansas City, Detroit. I had White Sox, Indians, Tigers. In the West, you picked the A's, Angels, Astros. I picked the Angels, A's, Astros. Man, we were. We didn't way wrong. Didn't give the cheating champs the the love they needed. And in the yeah. West, I mean, in the East, you picked the Yankees, and then the Jays, and then the Rays. I picked the Rays. Uh, <laughs> and I think we went and did like Cy Young, but I can't remember where I wrote them down, so I won't bother you with that. But I I do remember that I thought JD Martinez would be the comeback player of the year. I don't think JD, besides tripping on second base, had a good year. I think he. He was hitting no way lower. Than I'm not sure. Day. I'm not sure he's um, uh, going to be on this postseason uh, next series roster. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah. let's talk about everything leading up to. We're going to these predictions. I'm going to write them down. Okay, you ready? We'll start in the American League. All right. So this is for our, our playoff. This is for uh, steak dinner in Chicago, Milwaukee, or wherever. And it's due 
within three weeks of the end of the World Series. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. And you can pick wherever. Well, okay. I say um, Worst House of Prime, I guess we ought to, we ought to give uh, Brian the business. I'll, if I lose, I'll pay him. If you lose, I'm sure it'll be comp. So <laughs> whatever. Oh, God, no. Nothing's comp there. Brian needs business. All right. Here we go. Only Davey was comped. <laughs> yeah. By Davey's choice. <laughs> that is a funny story. And that was Davey comped. All of Davey's friends were comped. <laughs> and, and people Dave didn't even know. Just hey, put it on my tab. We'll take Just care. Just put it on my tab. On my tab. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to write it down. Uh, game number one today would be the White Sox versus the Astros. And who are you picking, Craig, Jamie? To win that, to win that yeah. series? I, I'm going to go with um, – that's, that's a tough one. I think this is one of the best matchups, to be honest with you. Um, but I did pick the White Sox to win the division and the Astros to finish third. So I'm going to stick with my White Sox pick. Right. I'm going with the Astros. Yeah. Now we can't agree on it. I mean, I'm, it's not that you have to – we have to have opposites. In the second game, uh, again, boy, the Sox, we have Red Sox and White Sox. Um, we have the Rays and the White Sox. Who – the Red Sox and the Rays. Who are you picking? Well, I got to pick first on the last one. You get to pick first on this one. You know, that's the deal with Craig. He is such a collegial guy. <laughs> that's why he's on the show all the time. This is great. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to take the Rays. Uh, boy, I I just believe in the in the Red Sox, but I know more. I, I like Randy or Rosarina. What, what better name can you have? So Jamie picks the Rays, and uh, you're not precluded from doing that. I, I cannot, I cannot see Boston winning this series. Yeah. So I, I mean, I cannot. I mean, my God, they were. They could have been eliminated uh, two nights ago or whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I can't see them winning this series. I just well, can't. Here's an interesting fact that who in the world would remember, except you and me, and especially the Orioles, who are maybe the worst team in baseball, swept the Red Sox on the opening weekend of the, this season. So the oh, that's Sox, right. They did. The yeah. Red Sox who win the uh, playoff game and they go to uh, uh, over to uh, Tampa got swept by the worst team in baseball to start the year. Yeah, man. man who would remember? And then that? they bounce back nicely. So our, you know, our winning our bets not going to do good if we have the same teams. But okay, I, we've we're so far. That's all right though. We'll we'll have some opposites here. So in the in the first game of the uh, NL would be in, aren't the uh, Brewers playing in the afternoon? Yeah, yeah. You got the Crew versus the Bravos, and I mean I'm rooting for the Crew, but you pick first. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm go I'm going with Milwaukee for sure. Okay, I'm going with the Braves. I, Thanks, pal. I mean, I just thought we were friends. Uh, <laughs> I'm rooting for the crew, but I'm also thinking of that big, juicy steak, grilled shrimp, and maybe maybe a couple nice bottles of wine. And if you win, you can you can have all the wine you want till you can't walk home to your. If apartment. I win, I might I might pick Taco Bell just to throw one in your plans. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's mean. That's the meanest thing he's ever said. All right, 
Now, the game, the, the series that everybody's waiting for, and, and people are going, you know, the Giants and the Dodgers have never met in a playoff series. And that's – what about the Giants win the pennant? That was two out of three – so now I, I, I didn't do any uh, I didn't do any research on this, but I couldn't be shaking my head more in the morning saying to myself, are you telling me that the 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 Brooklyn Dodgers never met the New York Giants in a playoff game? Well, and in 1952 with Russ Hodges, two out of three, Bobby Thompson, the Giants win the pennant. That was playoff baseball. They just didn't call it that. Those games. In back in those days, if they ended in a tie, they played a best of three series to see who went to the World Series. Yeah, I I don't know. It's the way we're phrasing things now. And let me give you an example. So the Brewers won the Central Division, right? right. This That's year. That's because the and they're estimated. they're touting that this is this is their third Central Division title. This is their third division title, and I'm like. Well, they won in uh, second half of 81, and they won in 1982. They were in the American League, but it's like if you're going to count division titles, say it's their fifth. Yeah. Why say it's only their third? Why, why, why be specific and say it's their third National League Central Division title? I mean, well, who, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm like, no, that's it's actually point, their right? fifth. No, but we're saying it's the third. It's the third National League Central, and that's what we're going with. I'm like, oh, okay. So the only reason that all of this playoff format involving two of the eight teams is possible is because Selig convinced the Astro guy to flip-flop leagues and put the Brewers in the National League and the Astros switch to the American League. Yeah. Seelig wanted the Brewers to be national for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway. All right. So it's going to be good. Dodgers Giants. Uh, Kershaw's out. Scherzer looked pretty much like Garrett Cole. And, um, you know, Bueller's their best pitcher. I don't know why Scherzer was there, but um, he was. Anyway, who are you going with, buddy? Um, You know what? I... I really think the Dodgers are going to win. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I don't know why, to be honest with you. I, I maybe maybe I've felt all along like I just can't believe the Giants are this good, and maybe I still feel that way. Maybe that's my best excuse. But um, I just got done calling three Brewers Dodgers games, and I saw what they did last night. They they can win uh, or do something to change a game in any inning from the plate or on the mound right now. That's why I think they're, it's going to be tough to beat them in the postseason. You know, the, uh, the giant, you're exactly right. Nobody, everybody thinks the giants finished fifth in the division. I yeah. Mean, you know, they get this Yahoo Zen master manager who gets fired from Philly. And all of a sudden he gets the gig with the uh, giants and everybody keeps thinking they don't have anybody. They got no stars. They got no pitching. They got no nothing. And all of a sudden, I don't know what they win 107 games. That's a lot of nothing. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. That's a lot of games. So you're going with the Dodgers and I'm going with the Giants. 
Okay. So to recap, uh, we picked the same with the Rays. Uh, you've got the Sox over the Astros. You have the crew over the Braves. And you have the Dodgers over the Giants. And I, I picked the Astros, Rays, uh, Braves, and Giants. Okay, my heart's with Milwaukee. I, not kidding. I'm going to – I'm gonna, you know, Tyler – well, this is probably, I won't say much, except, you know, you used to um, see if I wanted strips for the playoffs. Uh, that ship apparently sailed. I got to I gotta call his wife and find out what happened. I, I don't expect you to say a word. We're going to go on to, <laughs> we're going to go on to, I mean, I went to the Super Bowl party with them and I don't get it. Um, anyway, uh, something most of you out there don't really understand or care about. Let's talk about, the crew, who's going to pitch? Who's not going to pitch, I guess, is a bigger story. You got uh, Corbin. Corbin Burns. Burns yeah. Right. He's, he's the frontline guy. He's, yeah. he's become the frontline guy. I mean, he's he may win the Cy Young Award. He's fun to watch. Yeah. He's good. And yeah, then, he's really good. And then, and then Brandon Woodruff will pitch game two. Um, you know, this pitching matchup for, for this playoff series is pretty interesting. You got Charlie Morton, who's, what, 38 or 39. And nobody's faced on your team except, I think, yeah. somebody's no. got two at-bats against him. Yeah. Uh, so, and then and then Max Fried is going in, in the second game for the Braves, and he's thrown, two, he's thrown two Maddoxes in the second half of the season. Yeah. Which are uh, – they're, they're complete game shutouts, less than 100 pitches. I mean, this guy's dialed in. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be an interesting playoff matchup because, um, like I said before, I think the Brewer pitching is takes a backseat to nobody in this in this entire format. But their hitting clearly is is not it's not does not match the Dodgers, does not match the Braves. Um, I don't know, you know, is probably is going to be the weakest offense out of the eight teams that are remaining right now, to be quite yeah. frank. So they got to figure out a way to scrap that out. They've, they have been pretty weak all year, which I'm not sure why, but is Kane playing? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, you were talking about him earlier about kind of recovering from not playing in the pandemic year and stuff. Um, he came in and he, he wasn't worked out and ready to start this year. And so he got shelved for quite a while and then um, kind of worked his way back by, I would say by the beginning of August, he came back and he was like the low came that you would expect to see his legs were underneath him. He was in shape. His attitude was great. And he was ready for the stretch run and he's helped out tremendously. Um, he really has. So, um, and he's, he's your playoff leader guy. I mean, he's, he's the guy that's got the ring that no one else has on this right. team, you know, and, a, you know, how can you ever pull a, I mean, nobody nationally probably really, you know, he played for the Royals and now the Brewers. So he's not exactly, uh, you know, judge or, or Stanton kind of, no, no, he's not, he doesn't have anything like that anymore, but he's, he's crafty and smart. If you look at your outfield of Yelich, Kane, and Garcia, on paper, that's dynamite. I mean, I've said that before, and, and I can't remember who the fourth guy was, but he was good too. Uh, 
And then you're... Well, let me uh, let me tell you who the uh, it's uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. Right. So let me tell you the um, uh, hang on a second. I'll tell you what their combined payroll is for this year alone. Um, it is Kane's making 17 million this year. Yelich is making 14 million. Jackie Bradley Jr. is making 13 million and Avi Garcia is making 11 million. And there's basically Garcia is the only one that's producing like big time numbers, power numbers. Well, you know, that's I'm, an expensive journey right there. I'm shocked that Kane has got a bigger contract than Yelich. Well, Yelich's uh, eight year extension kicks in next year. So it hasn't even started yet. And so poor guy. I mean, he's impoverished. Yeah. But what, you know, so, you know, 14, 17, 11, and I mean, you're talking about um, $50 million for the outfield. What's the rest of the team? What's the payroll for the Brewers? It's got to be under a hundred million. Oh, it's under a hundred. I think it's, I think it's like 90 or something like that. Um, tops. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the last, this year they took, you know, they, they said we're not going to spend as much, but um, you know, like they got Adamus, Jamie, and they, he's still under club control for like another year or two. Yeah. So he's not even making a ton of money right now, you know? Um, so, and they, they did the same thing with, uh, you know, Colton Wong didn't get a, a huge payday. He got what he deserved. So St. Louis didn't want him. So, you know, he signs with Milwaukee. Mike Leach or somebody wrote an article and he lists, he said uh, the, in the playoffs, we got 50 MLB stars and he ranked them from number one to number 50. And um, I think Chris Bryant was 46. So that kind of, I don't know whether the guy was biased or not, but number five on his list was uh, Burns, your starting pitcher tonight. Number yeah. seven was Hader, who, you know, the best closer in baseball. Um, number 35 was Adamus and 50 was Wong. So those four brewers are considered by this writer to be your stars. Now, um, back to the payroll, Tampa Bay, their payroll is 70 million. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, the brewers are up to 97 million. They're playing uh, the Braves who are at 147 million. The Cardinals were 170 million. I mean, the Dodgers are 260 million. So if they play the Rays in the World Series, there's a $200 million discrepancy in the salaries. Now, again, Mr. Manfred, you're full of crapola. I mean, you just are. And it, it's something you and I've talked about. It's obviously a pet peeve of mine that you can figure out the average salary with a computer and no team should be anywhere below that other than maybe a 5% deal. So if the average salary is 120 million, then the lowest salary team should be 106 million. It's just plain and simple, but. You know. and, and you know, it's not on the, that's not on their agenda for this new agreement they have to come to either. So I'll tell you what, the, the, the 
again, they care about, and it's, it's just all you got to do is look at gambling. Gambling has saved their butt and they're making, they're all making so much money from gambling. Every stadium advertises fan duel. Every stadium has something about a sports book in, in uh, Las Vegas. And, um, you know, the Cubs couldn't sign all these guys, but they're building a two-story sports book in, uh, down the right field, uh, down the first baseline outside the ballpark. And uh, it's clear that um, gambling, and all you got to do is look at MLB Network. They run the odds. The odds change as the game goes along. You can sit, if you're in a state that has a sports book, you can, you can bet on the number of hits the Cubs are going to get that inning or the number of strikeouts the Brewers are going to have. It's like, and then they show, well, if you know anybody with a gambling problem, well, Pete Rose had a gambling problem, I guess. Yeah. You know, Joe Jackson tried to have a game. I mean, it it is uh, ludicrous. So, as of today, I'm not getting season tickets for the Cubs, and I haven't figured Get out of town. Is that like breaking news on, on the show today? It's breaking news before you go. Now you know. Wow. I'll probably change my mind a couple times, but there is a caveat. A buddy of mine has a, four seats down down the aisle from me. And he wanted to know if I wanted to share, take a quarter of the ticket. So, I, you know, there could be. A See, that that's that would be a smart game plan. That would be a smart game plan. Nobody's nobody has ever accused me of being smart. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> so when's your next you work on uh, you, you work every day now with the Bucks going and everything else? Yeah. So you're, yeah. I know you're on a tight schedule and we have to, you know, hug and say goodbye. But, um, you know, I'll be around like a like a bad habit when the. When the crew's in the NLCS, I'll be banging on your door to be your valet again. I'll we'll do it, man. All we'll right. do it. We'll do All it, right, buddy. You're the best uh, for Craig and his his not so big a star, Jamie, on the lighter side of baseball. Signing <laughs> off. So there you have it, folks. The legendary Craig Kishon. Uh, was awesome again. He's always awesome. It's so much fun that the hour goes so fast and he's such a great guy and it's so much fun to hear his, his take on everything. And so there we picked our, we picked our uh, playoff guys. I've got the Astros, Rays, Braves, and Giants. He's got the White Sox, Rays uh, crew and um, the Dodgers. So um, it's going to be fun to check that out and then uh, celebrate either way whoever wins. And, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's fun having him back on the show. Uh, hopefully during the playoffs, uh, we'll go back and have, uh, uh, a, a chat hopefully with Dwayne stats and, uh, maybe, uh, some others. So until our next exciting playoff update and they start for real today, and boohoo, Cardinals are gone. Everybody's bagging on the manager, making that move in the ninth inning. Hey, they're billion-dollar guys. Uh, Goldie and Nolan Arenado went 0 for 11 with runners on base, and O'Neill joined in that. So you know what? Crying your milk. They got one extra game over the Cubs and the Royals, so whoopee-doo. And uh, that is that. Uh, you can tell my disdain for the birds on the bat. I don't like them. Uh, I don't like them at all. And uh, I'm sure they're all nice guys. So, and I do like or respect Yachty 
and uh, and Wayno. <laughs> Wayno. They got one more year together, and uh, that's cool. That'll be worth seeing. So for Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple iTunes, this is Jamie Retsky for Craig Kashan saying so long. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. We will be back soon to talk about some of these playoff games. Bye.